Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined, as ever, by the wonderful, the lovely, <laughs> the delightful oh. Abob. Yes, hi. Hello. Yes, hi. It is. Uh, and we're going to be talking about comics. We took a week off last week because... Oh. Did you, you didn't do one? I didn't do one. I wasn't. Yeah. Listen, I, I hear you. I got the opportunity to go home early, and I went, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's the repartee is what makes the... Uh, exactly. It's what makes the podcast. It's what makes the dream work. <laughs> it's the teamwork. The teamwork that makes the dream work. A work. Um, basically, I'm going to get the, the, the news out of the way. So we've Ooh, got... We got Halloween coming up. Uh, we're not going to do the the scavenger hunt like we did before, but we do have the Halloween books. Oh. So uh, if you're a mail order customer, you can feel free to contact me if there's something you're looking for. Uh, we have all the Marvel ones. I don't even know what else I got. I think I just got the Marvel stuff hmm. because there wasn't a whole hell of a lot of other stuff. Oh. I might have gotten the DC as well, but there really wasn't a ton of stuff this year. Oh. Um but there were some good ones because they reprinted uh, Moon Girl number one. They did Doctor Afra number one. They did like a bunch of cool Marvel like nice. recent issues that are that are pretty fun. So those guys exist. Oh my god, what was that pop? I don't know what that was. It sounded like a static pop. What was a pop? I probably need to figure something out with this system because you know I'm not taking very good care of it. <laughs> it just kind of sits here in the store and gets covered in store juice, dead <laughs> skin cells. Ugh. Uh, yes. Uh, so those are the things. So feel free to ask us for whatever you're looking for. Um, I, I said it in the newsletter, but also sign up for the newsletter if you're not listening, if you're not getting it. Um, but in the newsletter, I did mention there are a few people who last time we did this kind of free comic book thing, they were like, cool, I'll get a $3 comic off the website and then I'll ask for four free comics. And it's like, okay, you just brought it up to priority mail shipping and, turned it from me paying $3 in shipping to literally paying you $7 to take my comics that I paid 35 cents or 50 cents a piece or whatever for. So that math does not add up. So don't do that. Don't <laughs> please. Cause that was kind of annoying. Uh, this is out of the goodness can, can, of my heart. Can you I refuse such a sale? Of course I can. Yes. <laughs> I can refuse any sale. I just tend not to, even when somebody's scalping, unless they're really like, Unless they're hurting the ability of other customers to get the books that they were supposed to get, yeah, I generally don't cancel even people who are doing kind of stupid shit. Wow! So as long as as long as people get their books, then I don't really give a fuck. Okay. Um, you know, note to self: take all the larceny. Take do all the larceny. <laughs> do all the larceny and the arsony. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> you invented arsony today, I which did. was. Uh, stealing something and then setting it on fire which is <laughs> a really important new crime it's like not only saying that you're like you're steal you're steal you're like you're you're making it worthless as well yes. saying like i'm doing this i'm taking from you but i'm also destroying what i take from you <laughs> i believe it's not even for gain i believe that futurama had bender creating a crime called burglar larceny <laughs> or something nice which is uh a lot of a lot of things leave it to that crazy robot bender that crazy freaking robot you know it's weird that they had the cartoon robot write all of his own dialogue that is crazy that's weird um anyway let's talk about comic books yes there's quite a, a ginormous pile and a ginormous pile of uh, of comic books mm. and uh, because you went out to dinner like some kind of a <laughs> some kind of an some upper kind of class a good like son-in-law oh, yeah that's right that's more what it was like <laughs> um uh, so 
I was left with the task of reading a bunch of comic books, which I actually did. Uh, nice. This, I came back. I've, I got, I, I, I'm not totally unprepared. That's fair. But I did. I read way more comics this week than I normally do. And good, I'm good really job. glad that I did because there were a bunch of things I was really excited for. Hmm. And uh, and that brings us to the probably the most surprising thing that I read that uh, that I enjoyed. But yeah, it's not in the right order oh, okay. on the wall. That would be AXE Judgment Day number Ooh. six. This is the wrap up for this series. Oh wow! And bugger me if this was not the like the ending that this series needed. Did it's they fucking good? Were they judged? Judge not, lest they be judged? I mean, I, I can't really spoil the whole series, oh. but I will say that not only did it wrap up well, it wrapped up well twice. Like, it kind of did a thing where it was like, here's here's how we're solving this thing, and that was satisfying, how mm. they solved the entire, the entire issue. Mm. And then later, when addressing the massive issue of what has happened, that wrap-up was also very satisfying cool. and i thought it was really uh it did a really good job i mean kieran gillen smart person really good with the heartwarming kind of things and this was a real like you know felt like a a, a nice hey hey guys we can do better nice as as humans you know sometimes we do good but maybe maybe let's all do a little better and uh, and some really interesting ideas came out of this so uh I gotta say, uh, fucking five out of five on this ending. Ooh, for wow! Me. That Damn. was like that was high praise. Honest to God, shocking. Because I liked this series. I've actually enjoyed a lot of the issues of the series, but that ending actually kind of came out of left field for me because it was it was such a good wrap up. It was like it almost justified the whole series to me. So right on. So there you go. Really high praise for AXE. Yeah. Judgment so, Day. So if you avoided it, you could just buy the last one and be like, I love <laughs> Honest this. Honest to God, <laughs> you could probably buy the first issue, the Peter Parker, the Spider-Man issue, which was probably my favorite of all of them. And then Oh, the one. Gwen one? Yeah. Yep. Holy shit. I think the, the Avengers one with Hawkeye was good. Oh, that was, a, well, that was a really funny one yeah. as well, but. That was my favorite one. Oh, uh, so good. Um, yes. I liked it too. It's just that, uh, you know, I have to have a conversation with Mark Russell about his use of uh, the Hambezler. So <laughs> that's going to be a weird conversation for me, I got to say. Yeah, totally. It's going to be really strange to have to make that. To be <laughs> like, hey, you know that dumb thing? I came up with that dumb thing like four years earlier and I have it on paper. <laughs> uh, yeah. He seems like a pretty and I'm trying to kickstart nice it soon. So Ooh, let's yeah. Let me know how that works. I would out. like to know if I'm going to get sued by DC. So please let uh, me know. Well, the ham that's from not from DC though. That was that was from fucking Harley Quinn. Oh, that was in a Harley oh, Quinn oh, issue. Oh, 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 yeah. Work for hire stuff, not creator owned. Yeah. So so there's I a lot see. of lawyers involved. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. Anyway, eh. uh, Action Comics 1048 hmm. is a comic book that I would assume someone has read. Yes, I did not read it, but I did flip through it. But I will tell you that Amazing Spider-Man number 12 is a comic that I read. I read it too. And I thought it was great. It was pretty good. And uh, not to spoil anything, because I, I worry that if you pay too close attention to this podcast, it might be a spoiler. But I will say 
I'm very happy with the ending of this issue. <laughs> hmm. Because this is something that has been annoying me about a character that has been in Amazing Spider-Man for a long time. Yeah. And has been mistreated, and I'm super happy that uh, the character is working correctly. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, my only issue with it was there was a little bit of like inside baseball kind of shit where it's like, hey, remember this series that came out 25 years ago? It's like, no, I don't yeah. remember it. Also, there's, I never read it. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, definitely. But, but you know, uh, you can probably read it and be like, "What? Well, Google it and Wikipedia yeah. it or something." It's probably you can get the synopsis. You can probably find it on Wikifeet. Sure. Um, American down. Jesus Revelation number one. File mm. under Mark Miller comic. I did not read. Yeah, this this I'm sure comic it's great. was fun. I it's liked fine. the original one. I haven't kept up with it. I like I, Peter Gross. He drew it. Yeah, He's a good artist. I just didn't feel like I needed to get involved in another yeah. <laughs> another Mark Millar joint. Peter um, Books of Magic Gross. Yeah. Oh man. OG Books of Magic. Yeah. Here's a great one. Uh, American Vampire 1976 mm. trade paperback. What a great book. Mm-hmm. Love it. And how? Uh, Barbarian Axe to Grind number three is out. Slave to the grind. Yep, slave to the grind. Uh, and of course, what we have here is Batman Beyond the White Knight number six for eight. Ooh. Um, it continues. There's not much that I can say without it being spoilery, but uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I got, it was spoiled for me just literally by like uh, being online. Like <sighs> literally, I didn't even like click a link. So, uh, so kind annoying. of a bummer. It's so irritating. Watch, be careful online. Yeah, seriously. If you don't like to have this stuff, honestly, I had it spoiled for me, and I read it, and I still liked it. Yeah, no, it wasn't I like it. It's good. It's still but, good. But yeah, but yeah, there is a there's a thing. Uh, Batman Fortress number six. I didn't read this one. Me either. Is this series good? I I don't. It you know it's I it's interesting, remember. but I didn't like the first issue, and I haven't read it since. Yeah, I don't think I I don't think I've done much with that one. This is what I'm curious about, but it's in plastic, so I didn't read it. I also was Why like, "What the fuck is it in plastic?" I don't. It ties into some video game. Does it have a code in it? Oh, maybe. I thought there was like porn in it. Okay. Oh no, it's a Batman comic. They've they're done with that. <laughs> they've stopped doing that. Oh. They did that once, and never again. <laughs> it's, uh, it's great because I just read this, and because my eyesight is shit, because I'm a million years old. Hmm. Uh, I thought it said uh, mysterious virus has infected Gotham City, turning its victims into burgers. But no, it said bursts of anger was the thing underneath Ooh. it that confused me. And uh, now I'm disappointed because if it had turned people into hamburgers, I would yeah. probably be reading it right now. Yep. And it would go down on the list of my favorite comics of all time. <laughs> so, uh, Batman, the audio adventures. Spoiler alert, it's not an audio adventure. It is actually in book form. It's good, though. I actually really like it. Yeah, this, is, this has been very good. A lot. The only thing I don't like about it is I don't like that DC has shined up their paper. They have shined up their paper. Their paper is now shinier, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> it's it's one step shinier than it was before. They make it cheaper. Make it thinner. Make it shittier. Yeah. Uh, we've got an interesting one from Gabriel Bell. It is a book called Career Shoplifter. Hmm. It is a personal insight into her life about stealing people's thoughts. Ooh. By sitting around a sitting around a cafe listening to people's lives. Interesting. Which is kind of what writers do, just in yeah, general. Truth. Um 
And so we move on to what is another one of my favorite books. Maybe like, I dare say one of my favorite DC books period of the last three years. That would be Catwoman Lonely City. Mm, final Number issue. four of four. Took six months for this motherfucker to come out. Yeah, but worth it. Yep, worth it. Um, I said it before, I'll say it again. This thing, if Marvel had had this property, this would have been a fucking TV show hmm. instantly. Like, issue one would have dropped, and then the next week they would have announced the TV show that they were going to make <laughs> about this. Because it's fucking, it's, it's Cheers meets Dark Knight Returns. How do you, <laughs> like, that pitch is solid gold. Uh, and I love the portrayal of Catwoman in it. Honestly, it's the most interesting version of Catwoman. When you take away the sexualization of the Catwoman character and kind of make her into a person, hmm. it actually forces the writer to have to give her a personality. And it's fascinating how much different she's written in this. And I, honest to God, love it. So that is what I will say about this comic book. That's good. Cliff Chiang. Cliff Chiang. Good. Fucking good on ya. Um, another one that I enjoyed, duh, uh, Creep Show number two. Oh, yeah. Uh, really fun. I, I understand. I have one complaint, but I understand why they have to do it. It's not going to sell if they don't give it to only well-known creators. It's only it's only sales point is that they keep giving it to people like David Lapham and, you know, all of these. Eric known- Henderson. It's like, yeah, but also, like, I feel like these people are not giving it their all. Does that make sense to you? Mm, like, I don't, it's not to say. It's that like a lark. Right. It's it's not, like, if you gave this to a decent up-and-coming writer and artist, it would be their greatest thing. They would put something into it that was, like, amazing. And you can tell that David Lapham's like, yeah, yeah, I had this funny idea about a tree. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's good. The art is great. You know, like it is, it works, but it's also not like this wasn't his A material, which I don't, you know, it's not supposed to be. It's a, it's a horror comic. Horror comics are supposed to be kind of like they, you know, they're iffy. Well, this is why I'm very excited that Erica Henderson is the artist because I think that's like who should be doing Creep creep Show. Well, that's true. Because it's horror, but also humor horror horror with humor sort of kicked into it a little bit i mean that's sometimes anyway right just that kind of of like pulp i guess humor is not the right but like oh man did you read it i actually didn't oh my Um, god the second okay so the second uh story the erica henderson one is essentially uh oh my god i just spaced on his name oh well i feel so bad uh rocket raccoon creator mantlo yes thank you it's basically Bill Mantlo. Oh. Uh, the story is essentially a guy who has created a character, and he was like, it was a fun thing that I liked. And now he's like swearing and saying all these things that I don't approve of, but I don't control anything. It's uh, essentially Rocket Raccoon. Huh. And, you know, and he's like this bitter old guy. I mean, obviously Mantlo had other things yes. going on, but it's clearly it's clearly a Bill Mantlo thing or just like that like when you create a character for a company and the character ends up having like a different life after you no longer work there but also the character that is in this is rocket raccoon (laughs) basically he's just like he's called like the red rocket or something like that he's basically a red panda that behaves like rocket raccoon 
and uh, hmm. and some things go on, and you know, some bad things happen, and uh, it's great. <laughs> it's I this was my favorite one, honestly. The second one I liked a lot more than the first one. Yeah, but I thought the last one was good. It just was kind of like it's that thing that like a lot of horror comics have going for them, where they're just like, here's the thing that you know is going to happen, and it's done. Yeah. Which I just I do like that. Sometimes. I'm not gonna. I know I sound like a broken record, but like, why can't comics be shitty? Like, no. Like, why can't it be <laughs> shitty? Like, I don't mean in terms of the content of it, mm-hmm. of course, but yeah. I mean in terms of like, I want this to be a like something that you're that that an average person would be compelled to throw in the garbage Correct. when they're done reading it. Correct. Like that to me is like completely lost. From every comic book except Santos Sisters. <laughs> it sucks though because Santos Sisters is so perfect in its crappiness that it's like oh, now it's I want to keep it. It is wonderful. Yeah, you know, so it's like, it, but that's like even to that me, defeats the the purpose because it's it's also good in that. But to me, every comic and especially a comic like Creepshow yeah. would be literally like on the made by the same company, yeah. like the same printing press that makes those comics yep like that's how it, it would be like i guarantee you even the shit like the 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 your least favorite story of this would yeah, be yeah. improved by being printed on pulp oh sure 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 that's yeah, my yeah. only no this, my only this definitely should be it should be garbage and it you know it's not as tawdry as it should be and it's not yeah. as offensive as it should be yeah. i think in a lot of ways yeah. anyway but it's still good anyway i enjoy creep show so i far. still still fucking love it uh, these are minor complaints yeah totally uh th- i'm making them sound like they're real complaints they are not Quib- quibbling yeah they're minor quibbling i'm so happy that we have a creep show yeah, comic it is please it's great <laughs> do yeah. not take me two fun horror stories yeah. per month holy by top notch creators that's great i'll take it please uh, damn them all to hell, number one. Mm. I didn't read it. I started to read it, and then I was just like, eh, magic, whatever. It's Charlie Adlard, so yeah, like it's that's pretty Spurrier, cool. Though. Yeah, no, it's. I'm sure it's much better than I thought it was. Uh, it's it's just. I mean, Simon Spurrier. I can't think of anything I haven't really liked from Simon Spurrier. Yeah, no, I I, I just I started to read it, and I just kind of was I, I was kind of up against the wall in yeah. terms of like getting through everything. This and one, I just, honestly, I, saw I just kind of spaced on it. I, mm. It was on my list, and I just kind of forgot to read it. I think this will end up being something that people want to check out, and yeah, I, think I think that so you, as like a proprietor, you will probably sell out of it pretty quick. probably read it so that I can recommend it. Uh, but you know what I did read that I will recommend to everyone, no matter who you are? Hmm. DC I, Horror Presents Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead, number two of six. I didn't read it, but the first issue was so good. And the I'm first sure issue this one's was great. super good. This issue is super good. This gets down to some down and dirty fight stuff. Nice. There are some casualties that I was like, oh, we're allowed to do this. Okay, so the, I wasn't sure that they were allowing them to do anything where some of Easy Company might not make it out. Nice. And uh, yeah, we, we're going that way. The uh, the I will sum up almost everything I've read from somebody who is posting or not like reviewing, but just like people casually being like, I read this. And the, 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 the takeaway is, I don't like Army of Darkness or Bruce Campbell very much, but he's a really good writer. <laughs> and, and it surprised me. And I'm like, 
Okay, or like it also might be like <laughs> I really love Army. I, I really love Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, and Bruce Campbell, and I'm so surprised that he's yeah. a really good writer. Like that's like kind of just the thing. I mean, yeah, in general, but also if you've read his books, uh, you're not surprised. They're very funny. Nice. Uh, yeah, the, the fucking what is it? hail to the chin and make love the Bruce Campbell way. Oh, yeah. Both very funny books, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's a delight, man. It's great. And he's learned from the best. He's hung around a bunch of people who know what they're doing. So I'm sure he's picked up things along his life. Uh, what about DC Mech number four? I, you know, I think DC Mech is much better than you would think it would be. Everyone keeps saying that. You know what I did that is pissing me off right now? The one that I told you I was going to read, I didn't read. Fuck. Oh, the mall one? God damn it. I should have read that. I almost want to pause and read it. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do that, though. Uh, DC versus Vampires, number 10. Man, this is picking up steam yeah. as far as like people reading it. Yeah. People fucking love this book it's now. It's great. I, I mean, listen, I loved it to begin with, but it was selling really poorly at first. And I was hmm. like, what is happening? This, this should be a no-brainer. Maybe it's just another one of those things that just I like and nobody's going to get into. And then it's just like it's been like a snowball going downhill. Yeah, yeah. people are probably stoked. the first trade came out. I have reordered issues of this comic, and I don't reorder. Wow. Like I very rarely, I generally just like order high or sell out. Those are my two things. And in this case, I just went back and reordered pretty much every issue because I want to have them because it's nice. awesome. Yeah, it's a great, it's great, and so. I loved this particular issue. This was it's we're getting into penultimate territory yep. and uh yep we're at number 10 of 12 yeah so i really i dig it and uh and it's cool because there's like i mean at this point i don't feel like i'm spoiling anything with uh the the nightwing aspect of it but there's like this kind of like nightwing is the heart of dc and like this like reverence of nightwing so it's yep. really cool to see him be just like a total shitbag <laughs> and be like just literally like the villain it's like it's I think it's great. Yeah, no, totally. Into also, it. I love that they're now calling him King Dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, we have uh, the book that I didn't read, uh, but this is like this is such a good pitch that Dead Mall. I'm. What's that called? I f yeah, it's called Dead Mall, and I feel it's from Dark Horse. I feel pretty confident in saying that this book is going to be good. Um, the this, art was good. I love I love this concept. The idea is a bunch of kids breaking into a dead mall, which is like, honestly, you can kind of do anything from there. Sure. Like, if they just hung out and like I don't know, fucking played tiddlywinks for <laughs> the whole thing, I'd be like, cool. The setting is so awesome and such a weird place. But then it becomes a Lovecraftian cosmic horror kind of thing, and you know now they're trapped. And I'm I'm into it. I'm yeah. totally in. Pretty so, neat. Without without reading it, I'm gonna say that I I would pretty much guarantee it's gonna be good. Uh, Deathstroke Incorporated number fourteen is one that I will guarantee I will not read. I didn't read it. Uh, Detective Comics number ten sixty five. You read that? Yep, it's good. Yeah, I keep... Rom V, Raphael Albuquerque. You like a, uh, American Vampire? You like Rom yeah, V? You, you know, like come on, it's them doing a Batman. It's a, honestly, if I had it like one, it's a little supernatural. I think that Batman supernatural yep. comics tend to be a little bit, a little bit outside of my wheelhouse. But like, just guaranteed, this will be great. Like, and I haven't read this particular issue, but I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe it's a throwback to the fact that I like the Neil Adams era. Right, right. But I like. 
I like it when it's spooky but Scooby Doo. Yeah. When it's like it's spooky but nothing's real. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, well, Neil Adams really was like the beginning of like supernatural shit. I mean, I well, mean, he had the a return, gentleman ghost, the and return all that of shit. it. Yeah, because yeah. if you think about it, the original Batman comics have a ton of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's like true. the Monster Man, and you know he fought vampires, and the what's the guy the the Mad oh. Monk, the Mad Monk. Oh yeah, yeah the Mad Monk. Yeah, yeah. That's was right. The, that was, he was just a vampire. Yeah, that uh, did, that was one that uh, what's his face did a did a they, the re so. yeah the retelling of it that was the uh, Matt Wagner Matt Wagner that's yeah what it was yeah 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 he did too he did the and those are the first two big mm-hmm. Batman stories before like before Robin came into yep. it where like it was the first one was the guy who, the scientist who created the Monster Man yeah and then the second yep. one was the Mad Monk who was a vampire and that was the oh I'm thinking of the Jeff Smith. Uh, Shazam versus the Monster Man or whatever it was. Oh, the Monster Society. Yes, that's yeah. what it was. Totes. That's the yeah. deal. Uh, Firepower by Kirkman and Samney, number 24. Pretty good. Uh, flawed, number two is out. Oh, shit. I need to get that. Yes. I forgot. I have first I, one, and I and I did get it. And I liked the first issue a lot. Yep. That's Damn it. The problem with that one is that I didn't read the first issue, and I kept meaning to, and that was just a week that I missed everything. The first so. issue was great. Yeah, it looked really fun. Um, and we got Godzilla, Best of Mothra, number one. Oh. Honestly, worth it just for the cover. The cover just is for the title. beautiful. Uh, but, you know. Yeah, on. the cover is great. It's a bunch of Mothra comics. Come on. What else do you want? Best uh, of Mothra. Harley Quinn, number 23. Mm. Not so into it. It's got some Harley Quinns. Um, we have... What apparently I may have made a mistake when I ordered a case of these. This is insanity. Uh, but uh, Hasbro has new G.I. Joe stuff, the classified line. And I got the the Viper Officer and uh, and Extra Vipers action figures. And it is like a $90 set, which seems to me to be outrageous. Mm. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. Um because when you consider that the classified figures are between 20 and $25 a piece, and there's mm. three of them that don't add up correctly, wow. uh, and there's, like, no extra stuff. So, boo on that. Sorry, everybody. Uh, you can catch it when I mark it down later on. <laughs> uh, house of Slaughter, number 10. It's a slaughtery house. Human Target, number 8. Continues to be a comic book. And oh man, no, it's so good. I'm sorry. I just went to get. Don't something. be sorry. It's, it's okay really good. It's, it's good. really good. It's uh, it's Human Target is is the, my favorite thing that Tom King has written since Omega Man. Whoa, hands down, it's really good. And this issue is really good. Whoa. Yeah, that's all. Okay, I'll say. that's all Holy I'll say. Shit. So I should have been paying attention to this, is what you're saying. It, it's worth reading. Um, oh. it's definitely not continuity at all. Like, there's things that happen in it that there's no way. I mean, maybe right. they'll do that. Honestly, it probably would be good for them to do it. I don't want to... There is, yeah, like, yeah. a genuine, like, huge thing that happened a few issues ago in the series that certainly is, like, huge for the series. But, like, I don't oh, think yeah, yeah, that yeah. DC is saying this is continuity. Maybe it is. Oh, yeah. God, it was so good. I hate him so <laughs> it was, bad. It was so good. Uh, yeah, that was totally worth it. Uh, don't piss off all of our Boston listeners by saying who it is. Uh, let's see. Also, we have Image 30th Anniversary Anthology number 7. Cool. Uh, Weiches returns. Hmm. 
Right? That's the deal? That's the deal with this one? Yes. Oh, man, Mothra is so cute in this comic book. <laughs> it's adorable. I mean, Mothra is adorable. She's a she's a very a very adorable little lady. Mm. Uh, unless she's in weird larval form, and then she's super gross. True. Um, Look at this, though. Oh, so, so adorable. Oh, my God. That design, that original Mothra design is just... It's just one of the most wonderful things. Hmm. I just love it. Uh, Iron Cat, number five. Did not read. Nope. Joker trade paperback, number one. That's that uh, Jim Gordon going to assassinate the Joker storyline. Oh, yeah. Uh, We got Justice League Incarnate hardcover. See, that's one that I'm not sure why they would make a hardcover of it, but I actually enjoyed the series. Yeah. It's one of those things where... uh, things have it's the direct lead into the justice league where they all get killed yes supposedly and it's weird to me that now we're like three quarters of the way through dark crisis and they haven't even mentioned these guys (laughs) it's really weird it's weird it is they have to be saving them for something so i i I certainly hope so (laughs) otherwise it's because I really like this it's team. A really odd oversight. Yeah, um, it's just a, it's a cool concept and it's a cool team. Like if you're yeah. gonna have a DC multi multiverse, Oops. I think having a team of like cr- cross dimensional whatevers also featuring Captain Carrot. I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say also. I would say that that's the that's the number it's one the selling point. Number yeah. one selling point is Captain Carrot. I like President Superman too. I though. fucking love President Superman. Oh my god, so disappointing when that whole thing didn't turn into a thing mm. well like, they're saying they're still the movie is still in the pipeline i just i was so surprised like action comics number nine in the, the oh yeah yeah yeah. back the when that Morrison happened and it was like holy shit are they gonna do this and then it was like two issues or whatever and yeah. then kind of disappeared i was like yeah. oh i thought we were just gonna switch gears because that would have ruled but that was the cool thing about uh justice league incarnate was that it was like one of the few things that actually did pick up on the Morrison stuff yep. and I really liked that because I like the Morrison stuff and it's just like I feel like people don't touch it because they're afraid of not being smart enough to do anything cool with it and I, I think mean, that, that is a, like that fear is, that is a worry as I, as I saw on a t-shirt one time fear is the cock blocker of dreams <laughs> that's from Dune right <laughs> yes <laughs> the Moad Deeb said that that's correct uh, okay, um, let's see. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia Trade Paperback <laughs> Volume 4 is out. And then this thing. I don't know what to say about this. Um, a book called Lovesick. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't looks, know. Looks nice. I Maybe there's something going on later that we're going to find out. This first issue. Does nothing happen in it? Nothing happens in it. Yeah. Well, okay. So essentially, what we're we're set up to, I mean, it's it's that like kind of like comic book thing where it's like, look, we're kind of pushing some boundaries because it's like a sexy BDSM. You got this dominatrix, and she can make people do whatever she wants by putting her saliva in their mouth, and then they become yeah. devoted to her, and then she kills them on her fucking live stream or whatever. Yeah, uh, and that's all we got. It's like, it's kind of like somebody's like stoner pitch for something. Wouldn't that be cool? Cool. But what happens? They haven't set up like a big overall, like 
so <laughs> like I the, just feel I feel there's, like I'm there's a beginning this. there's a middle and an end you pay $12 for the beginning yeah $15 for the middle and $12 for the end yeah I just I don't feel like they're telling me why I should stick around for this yeah. other than the fact that you're gonna see boobs each issue oh, you know what well, I mean yeah. like that might but, be but that's the thing is that it's the art is too good for that and Honestly, it's just the art. I don't know that the writing is particularly good. Is this... Oh, this is written and drawn by the same person, isn't it? Could be. Oh, shit. That's why. Yep, that makes sense. Now I, I just... I don't know. I feel like the first issue syndrome currently in comics is either there's way too much in the first issue or there's nothing in the first right. issue. No, other I than agree. just like, here's the pitch as the first issue. But there's got to... Like, you've got to tell me something about where it's going. That's just a... That like, was why I liked Flawed, number one, in right. fact. The first issue was Set good. Set up and be like, this is where we're going five issues from now or 10 issues from now, you're going to find out about whatever. And I mean, you don't always have to do that. And that's a, (laughs) you think about like one of the most successful indies of all time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. They didn't set shit up. They were just like, here's this and here's your big bad guy. His name is Shredder. What happens to him? We killed him. Okay. Issue one's done. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Wow. So you know what? take it with a grain of salt but uh but just in general i do like to know where we're going with this plot so yeah totally uh but again like i said it does look really good and the art's good and also stylistically it's really it's interesting it's not just the i mean obviously this is part of the art but the sequential storytelling is really good too there's some really good stuff that goes on in it i just yeah i just don't feel like it like I'm interested in reading issue two, uh, mighty Morphin power Rangers one Oh one and monster bash number 48 with a cover feature on one of my favorite fifties horror movies. I married a monster from outer space. Nice. It's a great cover. One of one of my faves. Uh, and we have the return. Well, not really the super return, but, uh, a nice homage to uh, the Werewolf by Night cover. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. On I think that's the showcase cover. Uh, really nice. This It was cool to see. I'm a little vexed at the storyline involving Jack Russell in this because there's a lot going on with him that I didn't pick up from other Moon Knight comics. Uh, but, again, I have been kind of here and there with Moon Knight, so... It's possible that I just missed it because I wasn't reading that particular issue. But he's now the king of the werewolves, and he's like, he's got a bunch of shit going on, and there's a crazy prophecy, and oh. and now they've kidnapped, you know, the, the werewolves have kidnapped the daughter of Moon Knight, and the fucking... The, Wait, Moon Knight has a daughter? Yeah, it's a long story, but <laughs> there's, a, there's a Hunter Moon, who's the sort of other moon knight he's like a reflection of him that's another conchu devotee but now conchu is basically like creating all of these conflicts conchu is a worse monster than he has been going up to this point and he's kind of always been a monster but like Mm. at this point he's just like i think he set up moon knight hunter moon and uh also werewolf by night so all of these characters are like 
hmm. being played by this big dumb duck monster. So fuck that guy. You dumb duck. <laughs> in the words of uh, of Moon Knight in this issue, kill Conchu for all I care. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Which I thought was great. Nice. Uh, New Mutants, number 31. New storyline. Great. New creative team. Great Arthur Adams cover on that. Jesus. God oh, damn Oh, I didn't it. see the Arthur Adams cover. Yeah, he keeps doing these, like, character covers, but, man, they're good. Mm. He was doing those for uh, uh, Strange Academy. Oh, nice. And they were really good, too. Um, we got New Mutants, number 31. That's done. We got Predator, Concrete, Jungle, Ultimate, Stoneheart. This is a gigantic, crazy figure from the old Dark Horse series. It was the uh, the Concrete Jungle miniseries hmm. where one of the Predators was given crazy bionics and he's kind of massive and covered mm-hmm. in weird, weird bio crap. And he's awesome. He's a good looking figure. He's also like $70 because he's <laughs> so big, but still cool. Uh, Psychopaths Inspector Trade Paperback Volume 5. Punchline, the comic book that somebody cares about for some reason. Mm. Um, Red Man number five. I still think this book is awesome. Yeah. Um, Great cover on that one, too. And Return of the Chilling Adventures in Sorcery. One shot. Demonic Dipsy Doodles. <laughs> Featuring Jughead's Demonic Dipsy Doodles. That's, uh, that's <laughs> a selling point for me on that one. I mean, not that I bought it, but... Uh, but they're demonic and they're Dipsy Doodles. I love the Jughead Dipsy Doodles, so, you know, it's finally one of those dark version of an Archie thing that I'm like, all right, that's cool. Demonic Dipsy Doodle. <laughs> I mean, because they're the... I mean, it's just the silliness is baked in, so that's good. Uh, Rick and Morty versus Dungeons & Dragons, the complete adventures... Are right there uh riddler year one number one boy mm. there's some interest in this comic book mm. i have interesting very rarely do i have so many people coming in so early to pick up a single comic book wow but this book somehow has i haven't even seen the movie yet so it's not of interest to me but it's so weird i mean i i certainly think it would be cool if this guy was a good writer it's just funny that <laughs> i mean i hope that that happens for everything i hope from now on every character that plays every they get to write their own comic book about <laughs> henry their cavill's superman i mean Sure. Yeah. I'd actually kind of like that. I would. Paul know, Paul Rudd writing Ant Man. I mean, if Paul Rudd wrote a fucking Ant Man comic, it would be good. <laughs> you yeah, know, it totally. would be great. Oh my god! Speaking of good, I know the new Ant Man trailer is out, but did you see the part one trailer for Spider Verse Two? No. I Holy shit! Do yourself a favor and watch oh, it. Man. It's so good. Didn't see I that. Can't nor wait. did I see the Quantum Mania trailer. I saw the Quantum Mania trailer. I I you know I don't know whatever. <laughs> I don't know whatever whatever whatever. like i like ant-man of the most of most of the marvel movies but i just feel like every marvel thing is just like here's plot here's celebrity cameo here's celebrity cameo number two i will will admit that is just like i feel like there's only a few characters in the world there's only a few actors in the world that you could put into a movie and I would just be like, oh, you just fucked it up because now I can't stop seeing this person. And it's like Bill Murray is number one. <laughs> and like number two would have been like Rip Taylor. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Hello, sprinkled genies. <laughs> uh, I mean, 
but if you could bring Rip Taylor back from the dead to put him in Quantumania, I would say do it. Yeah. I no, I'm sure. I really I, use a Rip Taylor name. I'm sure Quantumania will be great, but I sure. saw the Spider tr- Spider-Verse sure 2, and I'm like, too. oh, man, there's like this fucking really great Spider-Gwen line in it that's, that's like so good, but the animation, it's a little more computer-y looking than the first mm, one. Interesting. Um, but that's like CGI looking, you know, yeah. like more like Pixar y in a way, mm-hmm. in a way, but it's still like ultra stylized. Nice. Good. Um, but there's like this thing where Gwen shows up and she's like, let's let's go. And he's like, I can't. Miles is like, I can't. I'm grounded. And then he she like jumps out the window and he goes and looks and she's like stuck to the side of the building. And she's like, is Spider-Man grounded? <laughs> <laughs> it's like so good. Sorry Aww, if I spoiled it. Spider grounded. Uh, we got Room Morgue number 209. We've got Sins of the Black Flamingo number 505. Still sinning. Continuing to sin and flamingo. Mm. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog number 54. Das Hedgehog. Das Hedgehog. Uh, Spawn Origins trade paperback 23. Wow. For God's sake. Jiminy. That is a hell of an origin. Jillikers. <laughs> this origin will not stop. Uh, we got still, spawn. Has, still hasn't become spawn yet. <laughs> spawn scorched number eleven. Scorched, just like an entire trade of him, like just walking down the street. Yep, it's just Al Simmons walking down the street. Uh, <laughs> Opens a door to, uh, be continued, to be continued. The origin. I feel like, oh, I feel like after issue, I don't know, thirty. I don't know. I don't know how much spawn I can take after after it starts getting serious. Mm. Um, but you know what we do have? We what? have the reboot of Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek number one! Wow, I didn't even notice it That's on the right. shelf there. It looks so different from the previous series. There it I, is. I, I Guess totally what? Benjamin apart. Cisco has finally returned from the Bajoran wormhole. Ooh! Wow! All right. Cool. Yep. Uh, and he's uh, he's omnipotent, but he's what? but he's failing. His godhood is going away, and he will be just a normal Benjamin Cisco soon. Well, that's good. I wouldn't want to read about an omnipotent Benjamin Cisco. <laughs> nah, me either. However, I would want to read about the Cisco that wrote the thong song. Yes, omnipotent Cisco, <laughs> thong, 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 thong. That would be an interesting pitch. I would do it. Um, so what She's else like, here? Let me see that thong. You don't have to let me. I'm you omnipotent. I, already, I can already see I it. I already see it. I see everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I grow so weary of these people, these thongs. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he's like Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> I am on stage. Key West, 1997. Yes. That thong. It I is see it. 2010. <laughs> That thong. Mars. It looks less good. <laughs> the thong. Sorry. Good God. Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, number 25. Ooh. Uh, ooh. Man, this is awesome. Strange, number seven. I love Yeah, the last it. issue of Strange was great. This one is fascinating. They're, they bring up some really cool stuff. Uh, there's some really cool stuff with... Uh, I guess I can't spoil that either, but... Man, there's some interesting shit that goes down in this issue, and I will say that I highly recommend the regular Strange series. So far, it has been awesome. Yeah. Uh, the the whole the whole issue has some really cool stuff in it, and then the ending for this brings up the possibility of such a clever potential if they move forward with this idea 
that they're putting at the end of this comic, I'm like, and spin it off to another series. I would be hmm. so fucking on board. Wow. So on board. All right. Uh, Strange Academy finals. Number one. Cool. Is this like a, are they wrapping up the series? This or is kind of a wrap up for the series. Um, it's great. As always, it's really good. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about it other than that. I mean, it's it's just basically they're they're trying to tie together all the loose ends that they've that they've pulled out here, because ever since Doctor Strange died, there's been a whole bunch of weird shit going on. Mm. You know, one of the kids went crazy because he lost his magic coat that tried to eat everybody because it was really only there to kill Doctor Strange, and then one of the students ate the coat that was supposed to kill Doctor Strange because <laughs> he's a weird monster. And now that kid doesn't have power, so he's like he couldn't do magic at the school, and so he basically went with some evil demon guy and is like, "Hey, give me magic powers again. I miss that shit, you know." Hmm. And uh, he did, and bad things happened. So I will say, yay, Strange Academy, nice, awesome, really fun. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, stuff of nightmares number two. Cool, R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. Uh, Tara, Witch of the Black Rose, number 136. You know what's in that? Boobs. Hey, you got it. You figured it out. Probably some badge. Um, you know what? I, you know what I will say? Camel because, toe, at least. <laughs> okay. Admittedly, yes. Uh, but I went through this, and it is surprisingly chaste. Oh. For, for being I mean, Jim they got Bell. tired of everybody mocking them. So I they're mean, like, oh, yeah, you want to see it? You want to see something different? I mean... The boobs are still, like, just bigger, like, more volume than the rest of the bodies of the women in the comics. Yeah. Like, probably by volume, the breasts weigh more than the rest of the woman. Totes. So, it's still it's still exploitational nonsense, but it's pretty funny oh, exploitational nonsense. Speaking of, like, exploitational nonsense, did you happen to, when you sold me these dollar bin comics that I bought, did you happen to see, oh no, it's the inside. The most beautiful girl in the world? No, this cat, Catwoman Wildcat number four on the not. inside. It's not drawn by Jim Balint, oh. but uh, but it's kind of in that, it's that era, so she looks kind of like Balint-ish. Mm-hmm. But she's got a Catwoman costume that's like the Jim Balint costume, yep. but it's camouflage. <laughs> and she's got like military pockets on it, but like it's still got like cleavage. Yeah, I might, I might, I might skip posting that. I might do a dual dollar binge. Uh, I'm actually hilarious. post on that one. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty like funny. That. Um, yeah, that's why I bought it. Let's see. We got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 133 out, <laughs> which is a week late because I fucked something up. So you know, shit happens. Uh, we got uh, these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Last Ronin. Playmates figures wow. that are done in the style of the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figures from the cartoon cool. back in the olden times. They look really good. These are these are super sweet. Um, but we also have the NECA uh, that are the realistic, like look like the last Ronin, exactly look like last Ronin, and with all the artwork by our friend Ben Bishop. What? Which is super cool, and obviously, you know, he worked on the book and all that. Yeah. So, man, super cool. It's nice to see that he's got crazy irons in the fire. Uh, We also have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Casey Jones Mirage figure. Ooh. It's great. It's really good. And uh, people keep hitting me up about it because everyone else is charging $50 Fifty to a hundred dollars for these figures online. Uh, we are charging thirty-five dollars, 
Um, wow. You know, because we're not scalpers. We're just trying to fucking... You just want people to have cool toys. Pay the rent. <laughs> yeah, and for nothings uh, to not sit on your shelf forever because they're too, too expensive. Exactly. Uh, the Variants, number four. Man, this is a cool cover. I didn't it read is. this. But, man, I love this cover. Yeah. The series has been getting a lot of praise online. I haven't been reading it. I have but, heard um, really good things. Simone. It's probably good. Yeah. So I, I don't know why no, I'm no not reading it. I'm sure I would dig it. Uh, Thunderbolts number three is out. I actually really liked the – there was a sequence in this with Hawkeye mm-hmm. that was pretty good. It's like, oh, yeah, this is why Hawkeye is pretty cool. Like, I mean, yeah. Smart, smart to do him that way and not just be like, I'm the dork. Yeah, yeah. You know, running no, around. No, I agree. And I think – I mean, uh, Jim Zub fucking great yeah. like he he's he does some good stuff he has a he has one really cringy line in this that i was annoyed by but other than that it's really good it's pretty it's pretty good yeah. uh let's see tim drake robin number two is out it's a good series kids love it people are buying the shit out of this well the I, yeah I, li- I like the first issue i'm hoping that the quality stays um yeah stays uh high stays quality I hope it stays high dude. all the time. What about Ultraman, the mystery of the Ultra 7? I do number three. I it's still a mystery to me because I didn't read it. There you go. You you made it an extra mystery. Vampire Slayer, number seven. Mm. Vampire Slayer, in parentheses, Buffy. Buffy. Um, Yeah, that's a comic. Vanish, number two. Uh, I liked number one, read this one, and was less impressed, I will have to admit. Ooh, I didn't read it. Uh, it. I felt like there was some some real potential for this series uh, if it could get around the 90s stuff. Mm. And this feels like it fell face first into the <laughs> 90s stuff. Not surprising. Like, instead of... Because I thought that it was going to play on the nostalgia of the 90s. And instead, I think it just is the nostalgia of the '90s. Like I, I feel like yeah, he Kate is writing this as though he's writing a comic in 1993, which you know, whatever, more power to him. But it, it just turned out to not be my thing. Uh, Venom Twelve got two Venoms making out on the cover. Wow. Pretty sexy. Wow. Wow. Uh, we got uh, we only find them when they're dead. Number fourteen. Oh man. I got to catch up on this. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on in this series right now. Yeah, uh, it's never been the easiest series to follow. I'm not gonna lie. Good point. Uh, Wild cards, the drawing of cards number four. Oh, uh, a series that I have been getting into the books <laughs> of recently, and nice. uh, I will probably go back and read these comics at some point. I know it's George R. H. Martin, uh, but <laughs> I always want it to George be written- Railroad Martin. Yes, but I always want it to be written by Orson Scott Card. <laughs> sure i mean i would almost guarantee that one of them unless wild cards by um, orson scott card unless everyone involved knew that he was kind of a douche <laughs> and they were like no we don't want him involved i would be surprised to find out that he didn't write one of these because it's like the they're just anthologies full of like everybody who was doing stuff in sci-fi at the time it's like just a who's who of fantasy and sci-fi authors uh some really amazing yeah people. totally no i yeah now I'm just I all of a sudden just like it popped into my head. What if Orson Scott Card ran for president with Don, vice president with Donald Trump and it was Trump, Trump card. card? Fuck. Boom. Yeah, that's, Play the Trump card. That's pretty good. Yeah. Sorry. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, um, better not happen. I mean, he would definitely be into it. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Wolverine number twenty six. 
This was a weird oh, one. I forgot to read it. I liked it. Um, I think it's the quality of the Wolverine series has been pretty high for yeah, the X books. Agree. Uh, this was a this was a weird one because it was actually kind of depressing. Uh, you gotta you get one of these like uh, Wolverine has a friend. Oh, <laughs> kind of issues. Well, and unless you're like, Jubilee. Oh, no, not not Wolverine's got a friend, and he's like, I'm gonna hang out with him and his daughter in their backyard and he's going to be like wow i haven't done any kind of heist stuff in a long time i kind of want to go along with you on a mission how's that gonna go <laughs> guess what not well not well and also in this issue we have the introduction of uh wolverine distributing wade wilson's fingers to people uh as a way for them to get into krakoa <laughs> <laughs> all right which is pretty funny uh I'm okay with that it's like because he's a mutant he has like you can have one of his rotting fingers and you can step through one of the gates oh funny so <laughs> that's pretty good seems like there's a pretty obvious security risk that's a that's a pretty big issue yeah it's pretty dumb they didn't think of that i mean it's a plant it doesn't think of a lot of stuff but I mean, the he's x-men a, he's a very smart plant the x-men are friends with it yeah it's true they're supposed to be smart that's true they're pretty dumb pretty dumb but i mean this again okay so here's the other thing about this this is i think we're deciding on who are going to be the x-men that we like in the future (laughs) it's about time and wolverine is clearly on the side of the angels here oh yeah i mean there was never any doubt you you couldn't you couldn't fuck up wolverine but i mean also, you're seeing that Beast is not on the side of the angels in this, and he's uh, really making some, like, he's making some fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Nixon's uh, military planner uh, <laughs> with, the, with the horrible glasses. Like, he's he's going to... He oh, would, I know. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know, like for some reason. Kissinger. Kissinger. He's making some Kissinger-type moves where it's just like, these people are going to be our enemies, so we need to take them out. And it's like, and Wolverine's finally like, wait a minute. We're superheroes. Not okay. <laughs> yeah. And you, you finally get this moment of like, of an actual confrontation between him and beast where beast is like, this is what needs to be done. And he goes, no, this is not what needs to be done. We need to stop doing this dumb shit, good. which is great because they've been it's doing dumb shit for a while. Time to to end it's it. time to, to move on from it's this time to remember that yeah. the x-men are good guys yeah agree uh x-men legends number three Ooh. check this shit out literal direct sequel to long shot number six yeah. it's like if there was a long shot number seven but if art adams only did the cover crazy crazy it's literally what it is it's innocenti it's cool arthur adams did one of the covers that's the one you should get because you know it's long shot can you imagine being asked to follow up art adams on something like this oh yeah what a although honestly even if art adams did it his style is so different now from the way it was when he did the first the six issues of i love so I love them, and I love Anna Senti's 80s stuff and 90s stuff, and, you know, even, like, into the more modern era with the seeds and stuff that she's yeah. done. Like, yeah, she's sure. a great writer, uh, and I was really happy to see this on the stands. And yeah. it did always kind of, like, there is a legitimate story to tell 
between long shot yeah, number six and that one where he shows up in the X-Men, like the two ten or whatever. Like there's huge like huge story to tell there. Well, yeah. How did he get there? And the like, you know, there? but you could also like tell a bunch of stories. Right. There. Like, exactly. That's, that's a big, that's like a, an empire strikes back to return of the Jedi size. Yeah. Gap yeah. Yeah. In, it's in a, continuity. It's a real solid gap. Yeah. And I think people would like that. And I think that now that long shot is kind of, going to be a thing again uh i think it's cool um i think it's interesting that they had adams do the variant cover though very interesting very interesting i think (laughs) it's it's, very interesting i think it's because he refused to change his haircut Hmm. and the person who was doing the main cover was like how about we get rid of the weird ponytail mullet thing? Yeah, they they unmullet it a little bit, even though it is a direct sequel, and he always is drawing him moving. He definitely has a mullet in it. It's just like not like they're trying to cover it up. They're <laughs> so, trying to pretend it's not a mullet, so they draw him in action all the right. time. So it's like just <laughs> kind of wobbling it's, around. Yeah, it's basically uh, yeah, <laughs> it's basically that Austin Powers scene where they're covering the nudity with fruit. Yeah. Totally. Only they're covering up his mullet by totally. having him move around. By having him just like wave yeah. it around in the hair. So in the air. So no, it it's like all a consistent him. length. I swear. Um, <laughs> Exterminators number two is out, and that is the end of the day. Exterminators is great. It is great. It's great. Yep. That's it. We got it. No. Oh, okay. That's all of them. Hey, nice job. Hey, we did Good it. Good job, us. Hey, we made it in under an hour. What Ooh, are we doing? Look at who? that. We got three minutes to spare. Ooh. Hell yeah. That's good. Um, and, Tight hour. Yeah, good job, everybody. And uh, so I'm going to say follow us at um, Actually Comics. Follow us at Coast City Comics. Go to CoastCityComics.com and purchase items from us. That would be wonderful. Get your weekly books on our website pretty easily there. Yeah. Order 40 bucks worth of stuff. Get free shipping. That seems Ooh. like a thing that people might be into. Um, and there you go. Yeah. That's that. Cool. Awesome. And uh, follow Bob. Oh, yeah. At, at Dollar Binge. At Dollar Binge. He's and, got fun stuff coming out. Yeah, I'm gonna. What it was like? Well, I'm gonna cross post something between Dollar Binge and oh yeah, that Catwoman costume, that weird cast, Catwoman costume. <laughs> nice. I'll do that. Perfect. And we'll, and we'll do our little videos as usual. As per usual. All right. Thank y'all so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Good night.